So open up your morning light and say a little prayer for I. You know that if we are to stay alive and see the Hello. Welcome to Raised by TV. I'm Natalie. My name is Jackie. Here. And first, before we get started, I want to tell you about a little product that we have been, I've been using up a storm, I know. Uh, it's called Studio Headphones. Um, they are a new headphone brand, and they are trying to revolutionize the way people see headphones as not just a tech device, but also as an accessory. Currently, the headphones market can offer you one of two things, style or tech. Fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality, and high-tech variations are bulky and not design-oriented. We want to bridge that gap. Well, not we, they. Studio <laughs> wants to bridge that gap. <laughs> While emphasizing their modern skin and even design, and also providing a product that matches the quality of even the highest-rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. Uh, they provide worldwide shipping, and um, if you use code RAISEDBYTV, that's R-A-I-S-E-D-B-Y-T-V, uh, you'll get 15% off any purchase. Amazing. So that's pretty exciting. I've been using my studio headphones. They are very comfortable to wear, and they work very well. And yes, they are stylish. Agreed. They're beautiful. Totally. I will tell you more about um, my experience with them. Maybe later in the episode. Oh, great. I'd love to hear. <laughs> Scott used them last night, too. Oh, really? He wanted to play. he wanted to play video games, and I wanted to watch TV, so he put on his My Studio headphones to play video games, and they worked just great. I was talking to him, and he couldn't even hear me. That's perfect. Could he, know, could right? he hear the noise <laughs> that was coming through the headphones? Now, that's the operative question. Well, yeah, he could hear it so well that he couldn't hear me talk to him. Wow, that's amazing. I know, amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs> I will say that they do have a really clear, nice sound, and they're really comfortable on the head. Yeah. yeah. They are. Mm-hmm. Very comfortable. All right. All right, so do, do you want to introduce our topic for today, this week? Did you give the promo code? I don't remember hearing you say it. Yeah, raised by Avon Spelled. Oh, okay. I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Whoa. Um... So, how uh, how you been doing? I've been doing okay. It's hot in my apartment right now, but I don't want to turn on the air because it'll be too loud. <laughs> I turned off the air when I left this morning, so it's pretty hot in here when I got home, but I turned it back on now. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm glad that it's finally summer, though. It's very exciting. I know. It is nice. We had a even walked home during a rain and then sun shower. And then, you know, only summertime will bring you something like that. Yeah. I, um, yeah, you don't, nice. you didn't watch Westworld, did you? No, I have, I've only watched like the first episode. Of okay. Well, the season finale aired last week and I would like to talk about it, but I won't because you don't watch the show. <laughs> um, but if anyone would like Sorry. to know my opinions about the show, you can pretty much get most of them by listening to another podcast that I'm going to recommend right now called Freeze All Motor Functions. Um, 
that is run by an organization called Grand X Media, and they have another really good podcast where they talk about Game of Thrones. Um, but they're really funny, and I share a lot of the same opinions as them, but some of their opinions are insane. But I highly recommend listening to that podcast if you are a fan of Westworld. Um, if you are a fan of Game of Thrones, you should listen to their other podcast, Oysters, Clams, and Cockles, which they're currently doing a rewatch of the whole series. They're calling it the Night's Rewatch, um, which Game yeah. of Thrones fans will understand the pun. Um, and it's really cool. They're going through episode by episode and rewatching the whole series and talking about it. And it's really interesting to hear it from that perspective, like the perspective of someone who's already seen the rest of the show. Um, and like yeah. I said, they're really funny. So highly recommend both of those podcasts. Cool. And that way I don't have to talk about Westworld, but any listeners who want to talk about it can listen to a podcast that will talk about <laughs> it. Um, or they can email, email you and write in the, in the, in the subject line, spoiler Westworld. That's true. So then if, you know, it's only for Jackie or for Jackie's eyes only or something. Yeah. If you'd like to discuss Westworld <laughs> with me, you can reach me on Instagram <laughs> or, or on email true. on the email at RBTV podcast, um, at gmail.com and at RBTV podcast on Insta, Insta fams. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so I would love to chat because I have a lot of thoughts. Um, but there's another show that I wanted to tell you about that I don't know if you've heard of. What show? But I'm sure sure some of our our listeners probably have. It's called Lost Girl. I've never heard have of you it. Heard of it? Mm-mm. Oh, it's so good. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's basically it's basically like a charmed supernatural, Buffy even type show. So John probably um, doesn't want to watch it. Probably not. I don't know. It's it's good. It's about so the the main character is a succubus. Oh, that's cool. And it's like there's a whole like magical world. They're all they call them the Fae. Mm-hmm. And there's all different kinds of magic people and like the succubus, she's like doesn't know who she was or where she came from and like she meets this guy who's like a werewolf and like they fall in love and then but like he's I don't know. It's it, it it's it's really cute. Sounds and good. She starts like a private investigator company, so they like solve crimes, like anything that like you know they basically solve like all the supernatural crimes. So it's, so it's like, like Jessica it's like, Jones like, meets like charmed. charmed meets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. That it's good awesome. though. It's it's Canadian too. Is it like <laughs> is it like campy or does it take itself seriously? No, it's campy. Oh, it doesn't great. really take itself too seriously. That's awesome. Yeah. I would definitely like it. I mean, it, it takes itself a little seriously, but it's definitely funny. Like, it definitely, it's, a, it doesn't take itself as seriously as Charmed does. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Okay. And Charmed, Charmed yeah. has just enough camp that I love it, so. Yeah. It's, less, it's less, it's more campy it's, than Charmed even. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. But that's not great. quite as campy as Buffy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Which is the best show ever. <laughs> Which we still Somewhere did we did we do a Buffy episode? We have not done Buffy. What no. what? what are we waiting for on that? I know. Well, I because I never finish it? finished it. Oh, and not really. But I think I can Dude. talk about it. No, <laughs> no, you you need to finish it. <laughs> okay, fine. Oh man, I already like have oh, notes really? and everything. Like, I would really? I would like to rewatch right, well. it. Okay. Finish it, well, and I'll start okay. to rewatch it. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Right, yeah, sounds good. Okay, I think I'm almost done with it. I don't think I have much left. Yeah, you, yeah, just finish it. Okay. 
I think that's all I had um, for you. I don't think I had anything interesting had else to talk about. Nah. Me neither. Nope. Um, so today we're going to be talking about a show. This is an episode that we have previously recorded, but it was one of our lost episodes. <laughs> And we didn't so want to redo we've it. We've already had this conversation. I mean, it's probably. <laughs> so we didn't want to redo it. We've waited months. But it's probably going to be time. a lot different this time because last time I like prepared and made notes. And this time I just dug out the oh, yeah, notes that I made that time out of my drawer and I haven't really looked at them. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what I actually know to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah, same. I, I really didn't make too many notes this time at all. I think so. mine might be out of order and I may be missing a page. So if. Here's a quick disclaimer. If you like facts, if you want the real information, if you want to dive deep into the details, do not listen to this episode. Turn it off now. Goodbye. You don't want to hear us talk about this. It's going to be an hour of nonsense. If you just want us to recite, if you want us to just recite facts, like just go read the Wikipedia page. Yeah, absolutely. That's not what this is. No. This podcast is about Natalie and I having a conversation that we are recording and posting for anyone to listen to. We are not trying to make it interesting for anyone. No, we're really not. <laughs> we, we just like to talk about these things, and we like the sounds of our own voice. So if you don't like that, get out. Get out of here. <laughs> um, and if you have constructive you really don't criticism, like I don't want to hear it because I don't care, and I'm not going to improve this podcast. <laughs> so that's that. No. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Seventh Heaven is an American television drama series yeah. created by Brenda Hampton. Uh, this series centers around the Camden family and their lives in the fictional town of Glen Oak, California. The series debuted on August 26, 1996, on the WB, where it aired for 10 seasons. Following the shutdown of the WB and its merger with UPN to form the CW, the series aired, for, uh, aired on the new network on September 25th, 2006, for its 11th and final season. Wait, 7th Heaven was still um, on when the CW happened? Yeah, only for one season. Oh, okay. I, f- so I feel like it wouldn't have been, September 25th, 2006, to the final episode on May 13th, 2007. Interesting. Yeah, I guess the CW yeah. has been the thing for a while. I just still call it for the WB while. for a long time. Yeah, I don't think we wanted to accept <laughs> no. the CW. <laughs> I like only recently started calling it the CW, probably because of other podcasts that I listen to that talk about TV. They say it, you know? Yeah. Like, all the Pretty Little Liars yeah. podcasts that we were listening to, like, they call it CW since that's what it was called. Except, True. oh, wait, no. That was on Freeform. That was on, yeah. No, but. Same thing with Freeform. That's same thing with Freeform. That's right. It was, AB, it was Fox Family and then ABC <laughs> Family and then Freeform. And I think we probably still called it Fox Family for a long time. Oh, my time God. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm getting my channels confused now. Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah, see, we don't know anything. Um, (laughs) uh, Although I was talking about Game of Thrones, I think, with one of my coworkers the other day, and she was amazed at how much knowledge I have about TV shows, like how I like know all the characters' names and like know what seasons things happened in and everything. And I was also talking about I was talking about Luke Perry for some reason, and like I knew all this stuff about you know Beverly Hills Nine Two One Zero and stuff. And, like, all the crossovers between the the remake and Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 920. I mean, we did these episodes on the podcast, but I also just, like, love those shows and have an obsession with teen dramas. She was just, like, particularly impressed by all of my knowledge. Your teen drama knowledge. So, 
Team Team Dramnalis. Team Dramledge. Team Dramnalledge. Whatever. Whatever. Oh, did you see that? Um, uh, Roseanne is being yes picked up without Roseanne. I saved that article so that I could talk about it on the podcast, and then I forgot that I did that. <laughs> and they're what are they calling it? They're calling it like the Connors. Uh, the Connors, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. something like that. Which is really exciting because I really wanted that show yeah. to exist, and just because of one Looney Tune doesn't mean it shouldn't exist, right? Exactly. Everyone loves John Goodman and Sarah Gilbert, and you know the rest of the cast. Laurie Metcalf. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it should continue. They should just make it so that, like, it was a joke. It, w- it was, like... It might not It was, like, be. opposite, that, like, at the end, they told you that John... That, um... That Dan died, but in reality, Roseanne died, and this was, was this Roseanne was Dan. Died. This was Dan's novel that he was writing about Roseanne being the one that lived. Like they'll just like <laughs> flip it around again. <laughs> that would be really funny. It would be. Really I feel funny. like I'm glad that it got it got picked up, but I feel like it's not gonna last. I I mean, even if they just make one season like that, or like a few episodes, yeah. that would be cool. If they did it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But whatevs. Um, so, Seventh Heaven, why we're here. Yeah, so um, the characters are um, Eric Camden, who is the father, who's re- re- a reverend. Reverend. His wife, Annie. Okay, and Eric Camden is played by Stephen Collins, who I think is a rapist. Oh, yeah. That came <laughs> right? out recently. I didn't, I, I didn't do research yeah. about that. I, I didn't but either. Yeah, there are some allegations against Because I think that came out after so. we originally did this. Research. I think it did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because this was like a long time ago. This was like six months ago, probably. Yeah, it was a if, long time. I was still living in It might have even been more than that. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was one of the first episodes we did. Yeah, it was in the first, like, because it was one of the shows that we watched so much as kids. So it was in our first, yeah. like, set of episodes. Yeah. 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 Maybe top five, first five or something. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... Keep that in mind through the whole through this whole episode. Uh, we're not ignoring the fact that <laughs> he is a piece of we shit. We just don't know any of the <laughs> details. <laughs> yeah, because we researched this a long time ago and didn't bother to do any more research to prepare for today. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> None. yep. Anyway, so Annie Camden, uh, who is the mom, Eric Camden's wife, is played by Catherine Hicks. Uh, they have a shit ton of children. <laughs> um, Matt Camden is their oldest son. He's played by Barry Watson. Uh, then Mary Camden is played by Jessica Beale. Lucy Camden is played by Beverly Mitchell. Simon Camden is played by David Gallagher. Ruthie Camden is played by Mackenzie Rossman. And then they have like two twins later named Sam and David who are played by Lorenzo and Nicholas Brino. And then they have a dog named Happy, who's played by Happy the dog. The cutest dog ever. And that's, Just kidding. He really wasn't that cute. <laughs> and that's the main <laughs> cast. They have a lot of other cast members mm-hmm. that come in and All out. All the boyfriends but, and girlfriends oh, and other, and like and that some, rabbi guy and like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also some uh, surprise guest stars like. We, I have Simpson, a list. Haley Duff. I have a list okay. of them if you'd you like could, to, why don't you if you'd like to, to talk right about now. that. Okay. So, <laughs> Ashley Simpson. Played Cecilia, who was Simon's girlfriend in season seven and eight. Um, and I always loved the name Cecilia. I don't know. And I always like really liked Ashley Simpson back in the day. So 
I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then Aaron Carter was on for two episodes as a love interest That's for right. Ruthie. So this was like in later seasons. Aaron Carter showed up um, on Seven Seven in season nine for a two two episode arc. He played the role of Harry, a boy Ruthie meets while in detention and develops a crush on. She learns he's a foster kid who lives in a county facility. So Eric doesn't approve of the newfound friendship because he's classist like what the fuck is that um yeah harry and ruthie date for a hot second until they decided they were better as friends or aaron carter started doing drugs or something who knows um we all know that he did yeah that carter family neither of them ended up okay I think we've talked about them on this podcast we, before. We probably have, because I cared quite a big deal about both of them at it points may, of my it life. It may have been on the last episode. Then. No, no, I, I think, think it, it was, was more recently, recently yeah. Remember, yeah. But why? Aaron why were we talking really about them? Aaron Carter really looks like a crackhead. Aaron Carter really looks like a crackhead. I think that that's what the days. conversation was that we had. Or like a, I said that he looked like a meth head. head. Yeah, exactly. Meth head, yeah, yeah. He looks like he, like like, he looks like a... He'd be standing on the corner, yeah. like, bumming cigarettes at a gas station <laughs> oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Asking you for 50 cents to buy a Lucy. Exactly. Oh, my God. It's so sad. Um, I know it is. Then, Leighton Meester, who plays the lovely oh, yeah. Blair Waldorf on uh, Gossip Girl. I love her very much. She uh, made a two-episode appearance as well as a love interest to Matt, um, which I, I like, always thought of Matt as being so much older, and I always thought of, like, Blair as being my yeah. age, but, like, the time period. That's true. Like, I don't know. It is kind of weird, though. Um, he seems older, for sure. Yeah. Um, then... Haley Duff also played a girl named Sandy who got knocked up. Jeez, everyone was on the show is what this article says, um, which is totally true. Um, I love Haley Duff, too. I wish it was Hillary, though, who also made a guest appearance on Gossip Girl, to bring it back to Gossip Girl. Um, Then there's also the time when Lucy dated Lance Bass, who was a previous childhood crush of mine. I was very sad when I found out that he did not like the female gender um because i always loved him as a child um so it says the famous boy band singer didn't need any introductions on seventh heaven back in 2000 because this was like the height of in sync they just released their album lance bass what lance bass is friends with lisa vanderpump just you know, i don't care i don't even know who that is <laughs> no they just released their album no strings attached um when lance blast blast bass played the role of Mary's boyfriend, um, Robbie's brother, Rick Palmer. Mary and Robbie set Lucy up on a date with Rick so they can all go out together. We hate to admit it, but Bass supported some unforgettable frosted tips <laughs> in this episode and shared a steamy kiss with Beverly Mitchell's character, Lucy Camden, which sparked a lot of romance rumors, which is really funny. Um, but I don't understand why it said that in this article because he always had frosted tips. It wasn't just at this time. Yeah, That was like his did. signature thing. True. <laughs> but regardless, that was super exciting. And then not only was uh, the famous, very famous Lance Bass on the show, but the even more famous, in my opinion, Olsen twins <laughs> made an appearance in season five sure did. of Seventh Heaven. Um, by this point, these two had solidified their acting career. Oh, boy, boy, can I tell you. Um, so this is a special treat for viewers. The famous twins appeared in the episode Gossip for the 100th episode anniversary as two girls Simon crushes on Sue and Carol Murphy. 
they ditched their wholesome good image to play two Susan bad apples. Yeah, isn't that stupid names? Those, yeah, those are dumb like, names for teenagers. Especially for teenage girls that are supposed to be like bad girls. Yeah. Right? Sue like Carol. Sue and Carol. That's like your aunt's names. <laughs> like what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> that. Um and then last but not least, where is it? Grammy Award winning artist Usher guest starred on Seventh Heaven back in 2002, the same year he released one of his biggest singles, You Don't Have to Call. His appearance was brief and only in one episode of Season 7, Episode 10, titled A Cry for Help. He played a radio station producer named Will. Yep. Bada bing, bada boom. Usher. Usher. The Usher. Remember Okay? Him? We all remember Usher. Of course. Um... There was probably more people, but I don't have them on this list, so hmm, who knows? I'm sure there was. Yep. But whatever. Um, did you say? Did you say that the twins were played by two people? Because I have it here that they were played by quadruplets. No, Lorenzo and Nicholas Brino. Okay, so I have it here that they were played by quadruplets: Zachary Brino, Lorenzo Brino, Nicholas Brino, and Marinda Brino. Um, Marinda? Yes, M-Y-R-I-N-D-A. Why didn't the rest of them get credit? Because random people edit things on IMDb. But you know what maybe happened? Maybe what happened was when they were babies, all four of them played it, played them. Yeah, But then later on, they only had two. Let's see. Ah, yes. Here, let me read the rest of what I have here, and then we'll find out the information. See, reading is very important. Um, Due to child labor laws in California, the Camden twins, Sam and David, which are the worst characters in the whole show. Let me just say that first of all. They're the worst. They were so annoying. They were so irritating. They weren't cute. No. Like, why'd they have to add them? They already had enough kids. I really don't understand why. Just to show how they don't believe in birth control or something. (laughs) Yeah, right? So they just never stopped (laughs) having kids. Um, Anyway, they were introduced as the newest members of the Seventh Heaven family in season three. Their role was actually filmed with quadruplets by the name of Zachary Brino, Lorenzo Brino, Nicholas Brino, and Marinda Brino. The actors would be rotated around in order to comply with the laws that regulate how much time babies can work on set. Once the twin characters got older, the producers started using only two of the quadruplets, especially since one was female, which makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that makes sense that only the two that acted later got credited. Yeah. Yeah. Considering babies don't act, they just kind of sit there and like don't cry. True. Like that's the only that, that's how you get a role as a baby actor. You can sit for a few hours and not cry, <laughs> um, <laughs> and are cute. But they weren't even cute, in my opinion. They were just irritating and stupid. Yeah, they were. Pretty but they dumb. were white and blonde, so I guess to some people that just means cute automatically. I don't understand that, <laughs> but okay. I guess so. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anywho, that's pretty much all I have. I definitely am missing some pages. That's okay. I have a couple of articles, but most... Okay, so I have this one article that's 19 things you may have forgotten about 7th Heaven. When I just looked through it, most of the... A lot of the points are just that, like, Lance Bass was in it, Leighton Meester was in it, mm-hmm. Ashley Simpson was in it, yep. but I can go, free, I can read you some of the other stuff. Okay, I have, I do you have a couple You may have forgotten it. Okay, well, okay. May, you may have forgotten some of these things about Seventh Heaven, and I'm going to remind you. Um, 
Don't Simon forget. Had a neck. It's very important. What? All of this. It's, this is important. This is important stuff. information. Is really Take out your notebooks. Do write you re- this down. Do you, do you remember that Simon had a knack for saving money and was known as the Bank of Simon? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. They call him the Bank of Simon, and like anybody, anytime anyone needed money. Oh, I actually Mary do remember here, that. That's right. They would have to borrow money from Simon, the Bank of Simon. The Bank of Simon. I wish I was a bank, except um, I wouldn't give anyone money. It'd just be mine. True. Mm-hmm. The Bank of Simon. Yep. Uh, do you remember what Lucy's first crush, his name was? T-Bone? No, that's Ruthie. No. <laughs> Jimmy Moon. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Moon. Jimmy Moon. <laughs> I have on my notes that Ruthie ends up dating a guy named T-Bone. T-Bone. I do that. <laughs> Jimmy Moon. I forgot about him. Oh, man. Remember that girl, Heather, that Matt dated? Oh, yeah. The de- deaf girl? She has been in, like, a lot of their... stuff since then, hasn't she? Yeah. I think so, too. You know what my most vivid memory of 7th Heaven is? That Lucy what? used to wear thumb ring, like, silver thumb ring, and I used yeah. to think it was so yeah. cool. <laughs> it's, like, so my cool. most important memory of this show. <laughs> Except I never really liked very Lucy very much. I just specifically thought that that was cool. Lucy was so annoying. Yeah, I know. I always liked Mary. Mary, Mary was the only cool yeah. one of all of them. I always liked Mary, and, and I liked Simon. Simon later was like a little bit cool. Well, yeah. and Simon goes through some like trials and tribulations. Like he kills yeah, a man does. or a child. Doesn't he murder? Somebody? Yeah, by accident. Yeah, vehicular somebody. manslaughter. Yeah. He like runs over. I think it's a kid, like on a bike or something. I think it's a kid on a yeah. bike. Yeah. And like has to go to trial and everything. Flip. And he actually like, you know, had to deal with the fact that he yeah. killed someone. That was pretty intense. It's true. Yeah. Simon and Mary were the most troubled. Cause do you remember when Mary got in trouble for stealing this glass <laughs> from, di- from the diner? Yeah. I have that on my list. <laughs> she was peer too. pressure. It was like the biggest deal. Like they made her take it back. And I do this all the time. This is my favorite thing to do. I love to steal things from restaurants. Hot sauce bottles, glasses, plates I've stolen before. I stole a plate for a child once. For a child. She was there. I'm a bad influence. But it's fun. (laughs) These are things that you're allowed to use while you're at the establishment. So why can't you bring it home and use it later? I agree. Like, you don't, you're not expected to give the food back. Why are you expected to give the glass back, you know? I don't understand. It makes no sense. Right now. Oh, here on this list, Ruthie ended up dating a guy named T-Bone. T-Bone, in all caps. Are we, do I really get the same list? <laughs> That's really all. There wasn't really anything too interesting on that list. Um, also, by um, the end of the series, literally everyone is married and pregnant. Mar- Mary has yeah, three kids. The same thing. Matt moves to New York. <laughs> Mary and has, has twins. three kids. Yeah, that's what it tells us. And Lucy ends up with one girl, miscarries some twins, and then all more that's babies. Right. Except she announces she's pregnant again at the end of the series. <laughs> yeah, Mary's like not in it at all in the later seasons. Was she? Right? Was she too busy filming Summer Catch at that point, or is that later? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that was around the same time. Can we, that was definitely during... Can we do a summer catch episode? Catch. Yeah. We already sang our song to Pete. Pete's We're our best friend, too. <laughs> I love that movie. We watched that so movie good. so many times. We definitely are... We didn't like baseball. Oh, I didn't, care, didn't care about care the baseball, baseball at all. That was the irrelevant part of that movie. <laughs> Even though it's literally called Summer Catch because it's about baseball. I know. 
But we liked the friendships and the relationships and the and the drama and it the, was a good and the yeah. summer part. And it was on Cape Cod. I like summer. And it was on Cape Cod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Chatamese. Um, Chatamese. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so what else do I have? I have something here, and I don't know what it's about, but I could start reading it, and we could see if it's interesting. <laughs> Okay. The story behind George Stoltz's character. George Stoltz played the character of Kevin Kinkirk, a police officer who turned out to be Ben Kinkirk, Mary's boyfriend's older brother. In an interview with Thought Co., he said that he was originally hired as a small brief character. I randomly auditioned to be a high school senior who was supposed to peer pressure Simon into drinking and doing stuff he wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> Somehow, the producers figured out that Jeff and I were brothers on the show. They brought me on to play uh, Beverly's love interest on the show for a couple episodes, and all of a sudden it turned into a marriage. It was weird how it happened. I thought I was only going to be on for a couple episodes, and that was it, said Stoltz. And the next thing you knew, he was a long-running character on a terrible television show. Yeah, and he was a terrible actor. Luckiest <laughs> day of his life. He definitely had frosted tips, too, didn't he? Absolutely. <laughs> I always thought Ben was the cute one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so I have another uh, list of stuff. Why don't we most first, before you get into that, talk what? a little bit more about studio headphones. Oh, now sure. Now that we're about a half hour into the show, I feel like I feel like we <laughs> we haven't mentioned them enough yet. So we should probably talk about them again. Um, sure. Tell me about. So tell me what you got. Let me uh, open this thing that I have. So let me talk a little bit about the style of headphone that they sent us because they're really, really nice. As I said before, they have really good sound quality. I used them to edit our last podcast and not to toot my own horn or to toot studio's horn, but I feel <laughs> like it's the best sounding episode that I've, I've, I've edited, I've edited so far. Um, seriously though, like you can just hear it so much clearer than if I'm wearing earbuds or something, obviously it's so much nicer. Um, so this is the Regent. They are the premium on-ear model with impeccable clarity in the instrumental tones and well-balanced sound. With 24 plus uh, hours of active battery life and 20 days of standby life, the Regent is the perfect companion for you at home or on the go. It will connect to any device that has Bluetooth, but there's also an auxiliary cord if you don't want to use a wireless option, which is what I used um, when I plugged them into my laptop. Um, you can also personalize your region interchargeable caps, such as white or black marble designs. The combination of high polished metal and matte surfaces embodies a vision of Scandinavian design. And let me tell you, these things are beautiful. And I do really want those marble caps. They have them on the website and they look really nice. Yeah, they yeah. just make them look like super okay. chic and fashionable. But even just the totally. ones that they come with, it's really nice because it's just this like, the yeah. ones we have are the white ones. So it's just this, this really smooth white with gold detailing and really pretty. The other ones yeah, are black. Really nice. So either one. So if you'd like to buy a pair, try them out, you can go to their website at www.sudio.com, S-U-D-I-O, and use the code RAISEDBYTV to get 15% off your purchase. That's RAISEDBYTV, R-A-I-S-E-D-B-Y-T-V. Um, I'll post that in the show notes later. I did last time, and there's a little link, and it worked, and it was great. I'm a genius. I know how to copy and paste. Um, so you can go on there. They also have a lot of other stuff you can look at and I highly recommend them. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So what's your list? 
Good stuff. Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so it's not really a list. It's, just, it's a couple things I want to mention, like some ridiculous things that happen on this show. Okay. One of them in the most most notable being uh, when they find a joint in the house. Oh, my God. Um. I can't believe that anyone ever had marijuana in that entire town. They should just move. This is just like a gross overreaction <laughs> of like monster proportions. Oh, yeah. Um, like when, like in the episode of Saved by the Bell when they find the roach in the bathroom. Remember that? There was like that's yeah, that like celebrity is, like, in even there. Worse. <laughs> no, this is about this. It's about on the same level as that. I feel like um, this is like worse because they actually make it seem like like he's a criminal and should probably go to jail. Yeah. No, they act like it's heroin. Oh yeah, that he's like ruining his life, and Simon gets so honestly. What's the who gets the most? Simon's about reaction is, Simon. is the most irritating. He acts like. Yeah, he like cries and gets so upset and says that he looked up to him and he broke his heart. And blah, blah, blah. I can't believe he had marijuana. Didn't they find it in like a textbook or something? Something like that. It was like it wasn't even Matt wasn't even smoking it. Like a friend gave it to him or something. Yeah, I know. Like it's not like they suddenly found out that he's been skipping school to get stoned all day. Like they found a joint. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand parents that don't realize that their kids are going to drink, they're going to try weed, they're going to smoke a cigarette. Like, it's going to happen, and if it happens, it's fine. It's very normal. And if you act like that, then you make it seem like there's something to hide about it. And then kids are going to be more intrigued by it. (laughs) Or more willing to just hide things from you because you're crazy. (laughs) All the parents out there listening, you're not listening. (laughs) Never mind. They're not listening. (laughs) Well, maybe. Maybe, like, parents of... Well, I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. But, anyway, <laughs> that... <laughs> no one listens. ...really showcases how ridiculous this show is, that episode. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, another a weird and uncomfortable episode is when Lucy starts her period. Um, <laughs> Lucy gets her period and is beyond hyped. Well, Eric cannot contain his hormonal response to seeing his daughter becoming a woman. Which is disgusting. Um, when your dad gets we- we- weepy because you've started your period, it's time to tell him to buck up. You're the, you're the one who is going to have to deal with your pain, bloating, and routine ruined panties. Eric now is not the time for your waterworks. But it's just so awkward that he, like, talks to Why should he it. even know? Like, why should he? He shouldn't know. He shouldn't care. He shouldn't talk to her about it. That's just weird. That's a thing that, like, I feel like people have been talking a lot about like I've read articles about and like people I hear people talk about this kind of thing a lot like the weird dad's feeling of like ownership of over his daughter's sexuality that's gross. like just even just with like the whole culture of a dad threatening a boyfriend with a gun and all that stuff like that weird like yeah. creepy feeling of like ownership over his daughter and like it's just it's it's time to leave that in the past, people. It's 2018. Totally. <laughs> Let's not do that anymore, okay? Our daughters are gonna have sex. Our sons are gonna have sex. Our sons are gonna smoke pot. <laughs> Let's just get yeah. with the fucking program and be people and treat each other Seriously. like people. And just like treat them like people. Exactly. And talk to them like people. Especially like a dad daughter um, anyway, relationship. This- like you're making it uncomfortable. Yeah. Like we talked about this on our. Um, my so-called life episode, like the dad's weird reaction to seeing, to seeing his daughter in a towel. Remember that? That is so that was weird so weird. And, 
And they, like, don't address it. No, they make it seem like it's normal. I literally, in that moment, when I first saw that scene, thought that there was going to be a storyline where he was, like, molesting his daughter or something. I thought so, too. I genuinely thought that. Like, he was literally, like, sexually uncomfortable by seeing his teenage daughter come out of the shower in a towel. (laughs) Like, what? Really gross. (laughs) I know. know. That was horrible. But, I mean, even... But anyway, this whole, this episode with... Yeah, this episode with um, Lucy and Eric Camden now makes me even more uncomfortable knowing how much of a creep Stephen Collins is. Yeah, I wonder like if Like, how he was... uncomfortable must have that been for Beverly Mitchell? Like, he was probably really creepy about it. I don't know. I didn't read any... I, w- I really wish that I had done more research about this because I don't know... I mean, know I can look it up If, right like, now, the, the cast members came out and said anything about it. Said anything. Because, like, I know a lot of the Cosby Show cast members came out in support of Bill Cosby, yeah. but then obviously we know that <laughs> he was doing it, so... <laughs> he just wasn't doing it at, yeah. with the, his... his like regular cast members because that would be career suicide. Um, yeah, gross. What? I don't know. He was like, I don't know. What does it say? Like, I just feel he was just, uh, hold on. Stephen Collins denies he's a pedophile after confessing to sexual misconduct with three girls, like young girls. But, I mean, he's not a pedophile. He played a reverend so. on TV, so let's just assume yeah. that. <laughs> I'm not Catholic, let's just but. assume that all cr- religious leaders are probably pedophiles, and just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it like Gandhi used to lay next to his like young female relatives, probably. like lay next to them in bed, like <laughs> I don't know, it's like weird shit. <laughs> Oh, oh man, gross. I know. Colin said there were two times in 1973 where he exposed himself to the young women. Ugh. Young woman. There's one young woman. Exposed he was 25 himself? and she was 10. She was 10. 10? Yeah, young, we called her a young woman. Though. Young woman. She was a little girl. She was a baby. 10-year-old is not a young woman. Who wrote that? What the fuck? This is this. Well, no, he said oh that. Oh my god. That was in quotes. That was what he said. Oh, that's disgusting. Quotes, quotes. I know. Anyway, let's not go down this rabbit hole. Um, he says he's been, for the past 20 years, he's been in intensive therapy, which isn't so apparent. I don't know. The last, but the last, last, per, last, um, same girl year he met a girl, third girl, a 14-year-old in 1994. So that's the last one in 1994. 1994. And for seven, filming for 7th Heaven started in 1996. <laughs> And they so. hired him to be on a show with little kids after that? Well, I don't know. I don't know if anything, like, there wasn't anything public that came out about it at the was time. Was he charged, though? No, I don't think he so. He wasn't charged with anything? I'm not sure. I'm just, like, skimming this article. Oh it's an ABC News. Because uh, I think it all came out years and years later. Gotcha. He confessed to it, but just confessed to exposing himself to these people, but still. Exposing yourself to a 10-year-old, though. Like, you might as well be a murderer well, or go disgusting. to prison forever. You're a disgusting human. Yeah, You're a redeemable human. I agree. Ugh. My God. Anyway. Anyway. Um, what else you got? <laughs> let's continue. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. So there's that. Then, um... Hold on. I just gotta read through this. This is a terrible podcast. 
We shouldn't even be recording <laughs> this right now. Oh, yeah. Eric gets... Okay, so <laughs> oh. there's one one where Eric is trying to help somebody who's joined a gang. Um, you know what conveys, conveys that someone is a hardened gangster? Throwing them in a, in a baggy jeans and a loose button-down <laughs> shirt. In the 90s? <laughs> at least that's how it yeah. works at 7th Heaven. Might as well condemn them Eric to gets death. Called, Eric gets called in to help his friend deal with his rebellious teenager who's joined a gang. We're supposed to think this girl is pretty big time considering all the contraband she neatly stores under her brother's bed. <laughs> Knives, weed, brass knuckles, oh my. Gang portrayals that don't ooze corniness are notoriously hard, which is why the cheesiest show in town should have just avoided the subject yeah, matter like, altogether. They they take a subject like marijuana and they make it into this like out of proportion. But then a girl joins a gang and they just treat it like she's a rebellious teen. <laughs> like <laughs> where are your priorities, Sam Sam? <laughs> like she could have just been a rebellious teen. Didn't have to be right, in a gang. She didn't gang. have to be in an actual gang. Like do they have any idea how like serious that actually is? <laughs> like Exactly. That doesn't just mean oh that you God. like listen to rap and like maybe have a tattoo and wear a bandana. Like that's not <laughs> that's not what that means. <laughs> they could have just written a character so that had a tattoo and wore a bandana and listened to rap and called it a day. <laughs> maybe wore some baggy exactly. jeans. <laughs> they didn't have to actually try to use gangs as Aww. like subject matter when they clearly didn't know what they were talking about at all. <laughs> oh boy. On the literally the yeah. whitest show that ever existed. Like, oh, are yeah, there any are there ever any major black characters? Like, there's like one family, right? No, I think like Simon's friend. Simon has a black yeah, friend. Yeah, like, and then I think there was a, a police officer who was yeah. black. Mm-hmm. But the, other than that, no, that's it. Exactly, this is a very very white show. Very white. Uh. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the shows um, that we talk about are, but I feel like this one stands out. Maybe it's because they're mostly blonde, so they just seem whiter. I think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do seem a lot whiter. <laughs> yeah, like maybe that's why we like Mary the most, because she has brown hair. <laughs> Matt, too. <laughs> he has brown hair. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Matt, I definitely talked about this the first time we did this, but our favorite thing was that in the, I guess it was in the theme sequence, right? He would lick his pinkies. And then, oh, and yeah. then slick down his eyebrows with his <laughs> pinkies. Pinkies on one hand, or, or his pinky. It was both of his pinkies, was it wasn't pinkies it? pinkies or his pinky, or was it his pinky and his forefinger, his pointer finger? I was picturing it as the two pinkies, but now that you say that, I don't know. I feel like it was one hand. I really thought it was the two hands, but. You might be right, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm not going to find out. I'll either. look it up while you talk about something else. Okay, so do you remember the episode where Simon gives the finger? <laughs> no, wait, tell, refresh my memory. <laughs> Simon's out being an obnoxious young boy with his friends and gives one of them the middle finger. Unbeknownst to him, his mom and school principal catch the whole act. The looks of complete shock and horror on the adults' faces would make it seem as though he just pulled a gun out. Coupled with the music, the scene reaches a whole new dramatic and absurd level. <laughs> Again, with the it's priorities. Like, it's like up there with like the joint, yeah. like the way that everyone reacted to Simon giving the finger, like joking around with his <laughs> friends at school. <laughs> I remember that being a thing like when I was a kid, like... The thought of someone cursing or giving the finger or anything like that was like the end of the world. I know. 
I don't know if that's like a thing oh. anymore. I don't know if that was just because I was little or if that's Giving just like finger? not like a, like people don't think it's that bad anymore. Like, I don't know if it's just like yeah. my memory is skewed because I was a kid or if it's actually changed culturally. I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like maybe they don't just... cover things like that on TV anymore. But maybe it's just because Seventh Heaven was the worst show that ever existed. <laughs> I mean, I don't think there are shows like no. like this anymore. Thank God. Like honestly, like we I feel like we talked about this the first time we recorded this episode. We haven't really talked about it this time. But we loved the show as kids and both of us going back to talk about it again realized how bad it was and how like, yeah. like it really was like the worst show. I know. It was cheesy, it was it's poorly true. acted, the storylines were <sighs> ridiculous, but not even in a fun way like One Tree Hill, like in a in a way that like makes me angry <laughs> now. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's not like right, teenagers another... becoming famous. It's like people thinking that you shot somebody because you flipped you flipped exactly. a middle finger. At it's someone. like it's not fun <laughs> no. or cool or you know romanticized or like and heavily know, religious. Ridiculous. Like you might as well just oh be gosh. watching TV event televangelists. Yeah, exactly. It's like made for Christian television network. Yeah, it's like people whatever. watch Joel Osteen and then they flip on yeah, over exactly. to Seventh Heaven. Joel, Joel Osteen and when Joel Osteen's over, flip it on over to Seventh Heaven. Oh my God. But here's another really uncomfortable, awkward episode. Uh, when Mary asks Matt to help her practice kissing. Oh my God, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mary is 16 and has never kissed a boy. So the logical course of action is to, for her to learn with her brother. But as she learns, leans in and touches Matt's face, Reverend Camden suddenly appears. Mary and Matt jump apart and yell, it's not what it seemed. But it doesn't matter because Reverend Camden has no issue with that. What he just saw whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, because Christians don't care about incest. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> that's not as a long deal. as between, it's between a man and a woman. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god such a horrible but show. that's really creepy yeah they act like that's no big deal at all disgusting like, so creepy i'm trying uh, to watch the theme now but i don't know if it's something that happened like all the time or if it was like something that happened just in later seasons with the pinkies um yeah i don't know, I don't know. probably later yeah that's what i thought um maybe Maybe when he got maybe in the season, in the episodes when he got married to Sarah after a total of one date. <laughs> <laughs> On one particular day, the Camden's oldest son Matt decides he wants to get married. He just isn't actually going out with or interested in anyone at the time. So yeah, he decides he's gonna get married and then he meets Sarah. That's good. Luckily, so he, he meets so a woman named Sarah later that day. Marital sex. And he marries her on there. Exactly. He just wanted to have sex, so that's why he, he said he wanted to get married. And his parents were okay with it because they don't want him Ugh. to be dating if he's not married. Even though even though she was Jewish. True. How dare he? And her father was a min, uh, uh, rabbi. Rabbi, yeah. Who played her? I uh, don't know if she... Let me see. I feel like she was in other stuff. But maybe not. Yeah, she definitely was. Yeah. She definitely was. Maybe it wasn't in any of the themes. Maybe it just happened in an episode. But why would we remember it so specifically? Oh my god, she died. The actress died. She did? Yeah. That's so sad. That is really sad. 
How did she die and when? Do you have that information? She died in her... So she died in her sleep? What? How does that happen? I don't know. At 40 in September 2014. Is that like just something that the family said so that people wouldn't know the truth or... Because that doesn't sound right. Mm, Yeah, I know. Probably. Autopsy was unable to determine the cause of death. Hmm. That's not right. At 40? they suspect a heart ailment was behind her early demise. Shit. That's so sad. That's sad. I'm like really struggling to remember what she looked like. She was pretty, brown hair. I'm looking her up. <laughs> Sarah Goldberg. Her name actually, or well, maybe that was her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember her. Yeah. Yeah, wait. She's, um,. She is, hold on, talk about something else, and I'm going to tell you what else she's in. I've, I, she said she was in Judging Amy and Jurassic Park 3. I don't know what else. Jurassic Park 3 might um, be what I was thinking, but I don't think so. Talk about something else. I have to look. Talk about something else. Um, so, who else got married on that show? So, Matt they and all Sarah did. got married, and Lucy, and yeah, they all did, right? Even Ruth, no, Ruthie didn't get married. She was married. still young when the show ended. Yeah. But did Simon get married? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh. We, don't, we, we shouldn't talk about things that we don't know the answers to. This is exactly what people <laughs> complain about. I've already, I've already talked about all the stuff I do know. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you literally have nothing else to talk about? You have nothing else on your list? Um, we can talk about, no, that was it. Oh, that was actually shit. it. But um, I can talk about their ratings. What? Their U.S. ratings. Yeah, tell me about that. Seventh Heaven's U.S. ratings. It's not going to be. Or critical, re- here, critical reception. The Parents Television Council often cited Seventh Heaven among the top ten most family-friendly shows. <laughs> the show is praised for its positive portrayal of a cleric and for promoting honesty, respect for parental authority, and the importance of a strong family and good education through its storylines. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it, was, it was proclaimed the best show in 1998-1999 by the Parents Television Council. The council also explained Seventh Heaven manages to provide moral solutions to tough issues facing teenagers <laughs> without seeming preachy, preachy or heavy-handed. That's not true. Additionally, show. unlike most... Most TV series, Seventh Heaven shows the consequences of reckless and irresponsible behavior. I would say that most shows do. Even like 90210, like they if they do bad stuff, bad stuff happens to them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And most of those shows. Yeah, that, they use that, that as while a catalyst just, for like drama, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh but they do it in a she more plays, fun way. What? She plays so Sarah. Uh who is played by someone who can't find her name now? Um, Sarah Danielle Madison. Wait, who's she? Yeah, she plays um, the mom of one of the characters in the 90210 reboot. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was thinking of it, but you haven't watched it, so you don't. Yeah. yeah. No. Got it. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. 
It was also noted that while addressing topics such as premarital marital sex and peer pressure, these parents, Annie and Eric, are eager to provide wise counsel along with love and understanding. Tina D- Diane Tourget describes the show as an example of casual indoctrination. Which casual indoctrination. For the beliefs of <laughs> casual indoctrination. Sounds about right. <laughs> which aims to advocate for the beliefs of Christianity Ugh. without arguing for them explicitly. Citing Sammy Rhodes, campus minister at the University of South Carolina, who, who argues that Satan's love, Satan loves Seventh Heaven much more than Breaking Bad because he deems them depicted acts of trying to correct bad behavior by making people good. What? Unreali- unrealistic and calls the world, portray- world portrayed by the series as nice, clean, moral, and totally Christless. Um... <laughs> I feel like we're sort of on the same page, but, like, in different books. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, I think I agree with him that it's not a good show, but... I don't... But all of the details, I'm I'm a bit fuzzy on. (laughs) I'm really confused. I wasn't expecting to be reading that. I don't understand. Um, I generally like to steer clear of the things that religious people say. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to offend sure. any of our religious listeners, which I'm sure we don't have. Um, no, well, maybe. You never know. I mean, probably not. I mean, probably not like that. That's <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> like, who thinks that somebody guy who thinks that is not listening Satan to this loves podcast. Seventh Heaven. <laughs> See, I'm going to make that like... Something. Satan, Satan loves, loves Seventh, seventh Heaven. heaven. <laughs> yeah, we should make t-shirts that, that say that. should be the name of something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are going to be the very first Raised by TV t-shirts that we make. Merch. Yeah, the Raised by Satan TV merch. Loves Satan loves Seventh, seventh heaven. heaven. I love it. Oh my God, I wish we could actually do that. We should make them and not okay. sell any of them because no one will want to buy them. Just make them for us. So if we have any listeners that want to buy that, let us know. We'll take a survey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him a special man. If we have, if we have like, if we have fifteen people, let's keep it small. If we have okay. 15, fifteen people, people leave us reviews on iTunes, and in the review they say they want a Satan Love Seventh Heaven T-shirt. But you have to give us five we'll stars. Okay. We'll make this T-shirt, we'll- and the first, okay. the first fifteen people post that. We'll get them for we'll free. We'll send them to them for free. Okay, cool. That's a good. That's good. I like that because I want that T-shirt. We'll just take. We'll just take. Get buy a white T-shirt and write it. We'll just write it in marker. <laughs> no, we'll actually get it made. No, we'll actually get it made. Maybe we'll like make up some like preliminary artwork and we'll have people vote on it or something. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. That'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. If, an, if, if anybody, anyone, if, if we get, if we get any reception, yeah, exactly. if anyone's listening. Um, so I have one more thing that I talked about okay. in our first rendition of this episode that I wanted to talk about again. So this one storyline that always stands out to me and I'll never forget it. And I don't know why. And I used to think that it was so powerful. And now like looking back on it, I'm like, that's the dumbest thing that ever happened. Um, I mean, it's cute. It's sweet. And it's really sad. But so it was the episode called The Known Soldier. And um, so Ruthie is corresponding with a soldier, Sergeant Morgan, 
um, via email for a school project. And um, so then he he dies. Um, and she shares the letter with her family, like the correspondence. Um, and so then the colonel drops by to tell Ruthie about Sergeant Morgan's death. And Ruthie and Eric hold a memorial service in honor of Sergeant Morgan with actual with the actual Marine Corps and family members of Morgan in attendance in honor of the late Sergeant Morgan's service and commitment to his country. Eric asks everyone to advocate good deeds and go out into the community as the family does. But this is my favorite part. Ruthie makes a video where she sings Tom Petty's I Won't Back Down <laughs> so that she could send it to the Marine Corps in memory of Sergeant Morgan. <laughs> and I Aww. used to think that that was so sweet. It's so, like, it, it made me so emotional watching that as a child. And I, I used to really love Tom Petty. <laughs> and in the last few years, I've really developed a very strong hatred for Tom Petty. And then he died, R.I.P. Yeah, he. Why do you he hate ended Tom up, Petty? He ended up being on my list of things I hate. So, why? Because <laughs> listen to me. I like Tom Petty. Listen I was to me, really Natalie. Sad when Tom Petty listen died. Listen to me. Okay, but I stop talking so that I can tell you this. For Tom Petty. My, my life, life for Tom Petty is stronger than your hatred Natalie, for Tom Petty. Listen to me. My life is a bit. If I have strong feelings about something, it's a joke, okay? Everything happens <laughs> I but I, because but I of just something, want to express and then I commit to the bit. My love for Tom so Petty. So I don't have a reason for hating Tom Petty. I don't. I don't have a reason for it. It's not a real thing. And you know what? It started because of a podcast. What podcast was that? Was it Beautiful Anonymous? Someone called in and was talking about how much they hated Tom Petty. And all of these reasons why they hated him, because he's he thinks he's really cool, and he like he, I don't know like it's all these ridiculous reasons that were really silly, and I just like clung on to it with <laughs> with dear life because I thought it was so funny, um, to just hate Tom Petty that viscerally when he's not even like famous anymore, like like he's he's like, like such a mild like he's like. <laughs> There's no reason to hate Tom like, Petty. Like, I highly really doubt in the last yeah. few years of Tom Petty's life, he was going around thinking he was hot shit. Like, I really highly doubt no, he, that. Yeah, I don't think he ever really did. He was just kind of like... No, but this guy. guy this guy said that he would, like, go to parties and Tom Petty would be there. Like, he was, like, in the world of oh, Tom, Petty, Tom Petty. And Tom Petty always acted like he was better than ever. Like, I don't remember. I, I forget. Like, I think it was Beautiful Anonymous. But if you didn't, if you don't think, remember it, I don't then remember that. it yeah. couldn't have been. But it was a show where someone called in and talked about it. I don't know. If anyone knows what the hell I'm talking about, let me know. But I just always thought that that was so funny. So then I started hating him, and then, like, very shortly after that, he died. But so then when I was looking back at this episode and remembering it, it, like, made it that much more funny because of the whole Tom Petty thing. I think he died after we recorded this episode, too, before. Really? I don't remember. I don't think so. I think he died before this before uh, he was dead already yeah i was very sad when tom petty died i don't know why a lot of people were <laughs> i didn't know how to feel because of the bit you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think it's okay to be sad i don't think i am though is that okay <laughs> <laughs> that's okay too <laughs> there's only a handful of celebrities that would actually make me sad if they died like i was sad when amy winehouse yeah. died Really? Yeah. Were you sad when David Bo- David Bowie died? Oh yeah, I was really sad when David Bowie died, and I was yeah, sad when um when 
Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my I'm so god. still I'm, sad yeah, about that. I'm, I'm like still, still sad that really sad and about Kate's that. And Kate Spade too. And they happened yeah. so close together. That was really sad. But I was ha- I was sad when um what's his name? The guy from Lincoln Park died. But not because I really liked oh, yeah, him Chester or anything. Whittington. Just that whole like the the whole story sad. surrounding yeah, that really was really sad. sad. Yeah. And like all the yeah, pictures people posted. I like I never really liked Lincoln Park. I couldn't even remember his name no, right now. But like that for some reason that made me sad. Yeah, and I would be devastated. Like I would probably kill myself if Conor Oberst died. I know. I was thinking about that. Too. I've thought about it before, and like he means so much. I've to thought me. about it before too. <laughs> like he's the me one too. celebrity that like I'll probably react like the way people reacted when like Kurt Cobain died. Yeah. Like I'll probably yeah. not go to work that day. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just listen to his music nonstop for like years, which is what I already do. But. <laughs> Oh, man. Hopefully that won't happen for a very long time. Well, hopefully. Yeah. But anyway, that was my only last thing that I had to say about Seventh Heaven. All right. Because the show sucks. We're pretty much done. Yeah. I mean. I'm pretty much ready to wrap up. I don't don't really have anything else to talk Mm -hmm. about. (laughs) About Seventh Heaven either, so. You guys can can tell us. Call it a night. Tell us what celebrities you would be really sad if they died. Yeah. Let us know. Write to us. Or in letter yeah, form. Mail it to our houses. We're, we're sad. Let them mail it. I'll give you my address. Yeah. Psych. Psych. <laughs> I live at five 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 Nanya Business. Nanya business. <laughs> um you can find us on the interwebs. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, even though we really don't ever post anything on there. But we do sometimes, and it's usually quality content. And we'll let you know when we have a new episode out. Yeah. We'll post it on there. Exactly. Um, you can follow us at I RBTV Podcast on there. Um, I, I post on there, like, very rarely. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'll story something. If I see something funny that's TV-related, I will usually post I it. I was going to... I was I was watching the um, series finale of Dawson's Creek, and I was gonna post like the Jen and Jack scene mm. while that was happening, but I was crying too oh, hard that I just couldn't sad. do it. It's too sad. You're my it's too soulmate. Sad. <laughs> it's too sad. It's too sad. It really Stop is. It, I don't it hurts me it. every sad. time I see it. Like I don't want to believe that it's real. <laughs> it hurts so bad. I don't want to talk about it. Oh man. <laughs> Anyway, um, follow us on Instagram yeah. at RBTV Podcast. <laughs> um, I really don't tweet anymore, not even when we post an episode, so you don't really have to follow us on Twitter. <laughs> so um, don't follow us you on can, Twitter. You can, um, <laughs> you can send us an email at rbtvpodcast at gmail.com. And most importantly, you can rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. I don't know if you know this. Most importantly. But on iTunes, they actually made it a lot easier now, too, because when you click on the podcast, it's just right there, right below it. It's just right there to click review, yeah. You can, and it really does help us out um, just to know that people are listening yeah. to like. I will Please read them. We'll read write. them on the podcast yeah. unless you specifically don't want us to. I think we might have had a new a new review I haven't that looked. we didn't read or something. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. Anyway. Just don't but don't leave one if you don't like us. Just just go about your day, okay? Just continue. <laughs> don't on. waste your time because we don't care. Um <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. So thank you for listening. We appreciate Thanks all of you. Listening. Sorry we don't make episodes as much as we used to. 
We're going to try to, yeah, try to do it every other week. Yeah, we're trying to be better. It's just a yeah. lot of life going on, you know. It's we don't get paid to do this. a lot of life going on these days. So. Not at all. Not even a little. No. Well, we got free well, headphones. We got some suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that. So, yeah, thank you for listening and have a lovely day. Ta-ta. Ta-ta for now. TTFN.